I am in shock. I don't know if I'm dead or alive. I don't know what happened to Rick. I'm in this state of shock. And all of a sudden I realize, no, here comes the rear tires. Please help. And uh, this brings back memories. It's nine years ago, but it's as fresh as it was yesterday. This is Rick and Key Mejia, who are the grandparents of my best friend and who have honestly become grandparents to me in the process of getting to know them over the past couple of years. And they explain to me the devastating experience of getting hit by an SUV. More specifically, Rick getting hit and Key getting ran over. I thought it was over, Aiden. I thought, I thought she was dead. I thought she was dead. Do you believe in miracles? Are they real? Are they just made up? Well, today, I'm diving into a story that might shed some light on this topic. And it all started with a car accident. It was just an ordinary, beautiful day in their quiet neighborhood in Northern California. They were doing a prayer walk. And for those who don't know what that is, they were walking along the sidewalk, meditating and giving thanks to God for their family, friends, and also praying for any other circumstances coming up in their lives. Rick was getting ready to go to Arizona to play for the Men's Senior League World Series. And baseball is a huge part of his life. He played it as a toddler, then at Pepperdine University, and still today. Both Rick and Key were at a stop sign going north on a quiet street. They notice an older lady in a car who's going south. They check the road before walking, and then... Bam! The lady hits me in my hip. I thought I broke my hip. I'm spinning around. I go flying on the ground, hit my head, and then the car, Key Karen's right behind me, and the car hits her and knocks her down and runs over her body. I didn't know where Rick was, and my thought is, what is now? Is this my day? Is this the day I'm going to actually meet my mate? Then she doesn't stop. She continues to run over again the second time with the right rear tire and just goes on down the, you know, the, the... street there. This older woman that hit them was later found to be 90 years old with scotch and bourbon in her system. Picture that. Trust me though, this story is just getting started. As they are absolutely stunned and barely conscious, lying in the middle of the quiet street, something quite profound happens to Key. All of a sudden, I hear this man, and he says, Hi, I'm an off-duty paramedic. And he bends down, squats down kind of, and he puts his hands on my temples. And he says, I'm going to be here with you until the ambulance comes. She describes this voice to be very gentle, calming, and peaceful. But this voice didn't just stay with Key. It then went to Rick. And he says, are you Rick? Yes, I am. Are you her husband? Yes, I am. Very peaceful man. Very gentle man. He says to me, your wife's going to be okay. I'm an off-duty paramedic, and I just happen to come by to see the accident. So I'm going to go ahead and check her vitals. I'm 
to stay with her until the police and the ambulance come. Just be assured, Rick, your wife's going to be okay. This off-duty paramedic came in the perfect time to be with both Rick and Key. He was able to give them comfort and peace in their unbelievable situation until the ambulance came. But wait, I'm forgetting something. Oh yeah, do you remember the 90-year-old lady that hit them? We're not done with her yet. When she hit them, she kept going on for another 200 yards and realized that the bump she ran over might not have just been a speed bump. So then she comes hurrying back. She's there and she's leaning over me going, what's your name, what's your name, what's your name? And it was so shrill and my nerves were so on, on edge and I was so, oh, I couldn't, I just physically and uh, nervously couldn't take it. I was already in shock. Then the lady starts asking her last name in the same way. And Key was barely able to move, much less speak. Rick starts yelling at the lady that she killed his wife. That's why she isn't responding. Just when you think all hell is going to break loose here in the middle of their quiet neighborhood, the off-duty paramedic comes in again. He says, ma'am, go over in the corner and sit. And she immediately just stops talking, turns around, walks over on the sidewalk and waits for the police. Besides that minor bump in the road, pun intended, Everything went smoothly in the wait for the ambulance and the police. The man stayed with him until the ambulance came, and then they got immediately driven to the emergency room. Then he was gone. While they were in the ER, expecting the worst of news to come back, they sat patiently waiting for the doctor to give the details on the injury. Rick was worried for Key's condition. Eventually, the doctor came over and said something they will never forget. Nine years ago, October... He says, Karen, let me check your chart. You won't run over once but twice, but yes, this is a miracle. No broken back, no broken neck, no broken shoulders. Like you have a couple fractures in your pelvis, you'll be able to go home tomorrow. Now, you would think the rest of the story is just going to be full of happiness and rainbows and butterflies, but it's not the case. As Rick got to go home that night while Key had to remain in the hospital until the next day, as a man of faith almost his entire life, a crisis overtook him. He was still up at 3 o'clock in the morning with severe frustration with God. Are you kidding me? We're praying? We're doing what the Bible says? When you walk down the road, tell each other God's goodness, and this happens? God wasn't there. How oh, He didn't protect us. It was at this moment that Rick had to make a decision. When in a crisis, we all go to certain things, whether it's to a specific person, a, a substance, or depression. But Rick made his decision to go to the Bible. And I say, God, uh, if you're real in this whole thing, if you're there, you got to talk to me. So he opened up his 1995 edition of the New American Standard Bible that he had and turned to a random page. It was the book of Job, chapter 22. Verse 21, it read, Yield now and be at peace with him, thereby good will come to you. When he told me that as I read it myself, it astounded me. Yield, just like the stop sign that he and his wife were at right before they got hit. He had a choice to make. Was he going to let these questions burn in his heart forever on why this specific thing happened to him and his wife? Or 
Was he going to be at peace with God? Rick chose to use this message in the Bible to cultivate faith for him in his time of desperation. Exactly. I mean, come on. What did the Bible say? You like the stop sign, you know? Mm-hmm. It, so it was for me at that exact moment to increase my faith and change my life because I could have tailspin big time. But there's one last thing that hasn't been resolved. Who was this man that helped them? Rick and Keith told me they went door to door in the neighborhood, asking around to see if anyone knew about the story. They talked to the fire station for any off-duty paramedic on that day, asked for a police report for any eyewitness accounts. Nothing was found. And no one ever speaks about him, and there's no record of him as a witness. The policeman doesn't mention him, the firemen, the ambulance drivers don't mention him. Oh my goodness, he must have been an angel. They tell me they've shared this story over the years to friends and acquaintances, and all the people that have heard it believe it is a miracle. I mean... How could they not? What do you believe? I believe the story instills faith. In a time such as this, with so much chaos and unrest today, the world needs some more faith, some more wonder, some more hope. I believe this story gives this to us. I believe it humbles us by some of the mysteries in the world, things we can't always explain with our rationale. Let us continue to wrestle with these deep questions of God and why the world is as it is, and never give up in this wrestling match of life. One last thing before I leave you. Remember the beginning, before the crash, when I told you about Rick and the Men's Senior League World Series in Arizona? Key wanted him to still participate in it, that it would give him a release from this traumatic experience. Just two weeks after the accident, Rick went and played with his team in Arizona, and they absolutely dominated. They went 9-0 in the tournament and ended up winning the national championship that year. Rick has a championship ring to prove it, too, that he wears the opposite hand of his wedding ring, and he got Key's name engraved on the side of the ring in memory of God doing a miracle for them. Thank you.